Christ respects, looking at the way they all look down at this serenely resting face, and seeing them each play back their memories made me feel empty. I cried hard. We went to the graveside, and the family was all placed in front of the coffin for the final words that the preacher would speak, before he was lowered into the cold, hard ground. You could hear the rain tapping the top of the black tent that had been erected to protect the mourners from the elements. I sat with my hands folded in my lap, holding a flower that had been given to me to place on his coffin. There was a crowd of people clustered together behind the immediate family, well-wishers and friends that came to pay their final respects. When it was my turn to place the flower on the casket, I, I did so and said my own personal, private goodbye. I turned to go back to my seat, and I came out of the aisle with the man standing in the front row. He was here. I had not seen him in probably ten years, but he, he shows up here of all places. Our eyes locked, and he gave me that old look, the one that said, This is just between you and me. Hatred filled my eyes. As soon as the service was over, I went to leave as quickly as I could. When I got to the edge of the graveyard, I heard a voice calling me. Huck, wait a minute. Huck. I knew the voice. I didn't turn around. I just kept going for my car. The voice called again. I ignored it. I came home and I haven't left this apartment since, but I have consumed a lot of alcohol and have relived too many memories. The days have gotten harder. I quit showering three days ago. My boss graciously told me to take a few days off. I think the argument I had with a lady wanting to return a cell phone without a receipt was the last straw. It shouldn't have been that big of a deal, but I lost it. Andy, my boss, intervened, made the customer happy, and pulled me back into the office. Huck, what has gotten into you? he asked. I don't know. I'm sorry. I didn't mean for that to happen. I don't even remember what I said to her, to, to be honest. Well, by the end of it, you had insulted her and called her a gold digger. I should fire you, but I think there's something else going on. I know your grandfather just died. I take it you were close. Yeah, I, I hadn't been sleeping well since then. I guess it has just sneaked up on me. I'm, I'm, I am sorry. I'll tell you what. Why don't you take a few days off, get some sleep, and see if you can get your head straight. Don and I will pull some extra shifts to cover you, but you'll owe us both one when you get back. Thanks, I think I'll get out of here before I cuss out any more old ladies. And, and Huck, let me know if it doesn't get better. Seriously, you know there are people that can help with stuff like this. You're the best salesman I have, and you are a friend, too. Get better. Let me know how it's going, okay? Huck looked up from the book. He can remember that day so clearly. It was hard for him to imagine that he was the same man now that he was then. He could see the scene so clearly. He could see himself lean back in the squeaky desk chair and stare at the ceiling. Huck hated that chair. He had spent more time in it those last couple of days than he ever had before. A few days before, when he couldn't sleep, Huck thought maybe he could get the dreams to settle down by writing things down that might be bothering him. He didn't know where to start, so Huck just started at the beginning. Everything he could remember, he wrote. Stories about his childhood. Stories about experiences he had. He had dug up things he hadn't thought about in years. Huck laughed a time or two, but mostly it felt like digging up bones. He was getting closer and closer to the end of his writing. 
Huck wanted to get through it, but at the same time he knew the inevitable was waiting at the end. He had been thinking about what to write next. While he was thinking, Huck picked up the gun, absentmindedly, and, and fingered the grip. It was heavy. It was solid. It felt cold. But it started to feel like a friend, and its voice was getting stronger. Huck heard the gun talking to him more and more. His mind was tormented. Huck's thoughts gravitated more and more towards morbid things, to thoughts of suicide. He began to do research. He found out things that no one else ever talked about. Did you know that most people that shoot themselves lose their front teeth? That's something most people don't think about. You put the gun in your mouth, pull the trigger, and the recoil smashes them loose. You wouldn't know all of that unless you were doing research. Huck had also wondered what it tastes like. The gun barrel.